everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we are recapping back episodes of Heartland TV show. and We are on season 11, episodes 10, 11, and 12. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing very well. Good, good. Yeah, so we're into season 11. Uh, uh, these episodes were uh, not my favorite. Yeah, not my favorite either. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the first one is pretty horrific, um, but thankfully Rachel did warn me that this one wasn't a wasn't a great episode. Um, and I will say, like, I do credit the writers for sort of for having to make us believe some pretty unbelievable things, <laughs> you know, just character motivations and things that don't make sense, just because they've been sort of forced and backed into a corner in terms of acting availability so I really do think they're doing the best they can with with you know what they have it's just it's a little yeah. hard after I mean, spending like a decade you know decades worth of you know history and then you know you see characters mm-hmm. make decisions that you're like this doesn't make sense yeah I mean it's it is hard when you've had a show going on as long as this show mm-hmm to make it all still work and you know yeah. it's not like it's er or something like that where you can just change out and have a whole new cast and it doesn't yeah. matter yeah yeah you have shows like legends of tomorrow like the cw show that recently got cancelled i mean that mm-hmm. just was like a revolving door of characters it was just it was crazy right. the amount of characters that sort of came and left um but yeah it's so hard when it's just focused on one family yeah um yeah you know they need to bring in some like long lost cousins or something <laughs> yeah uh that uh the secret we've already had in heartland we've had the secret children plots yeah. several times yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need more secret family members <laughs> well our first episode is called a fine balance mm-hmm. and in this episode amy and tim uh Amy and Tim arrive in Mongolia, but find out that Ty is in danger. Georgie's confidence is rattled by Val right before our upcoming competition. Mitch and Peter end up taking care of Cranky Lindy together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we both agree this episode was not the best. No, no. It's pretty <laughs> bad when like Peter and, and Mitch's scenes were like my favorite in the whole <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just don't care about all the shenanigans going on in Mongolia. Yeah, I don't get it. And, and to go back is is so crazy. And to go to go back with Tim, who's you know so sick, is also just insane. And yeah, that nobody would have noticed at this point. Yeah, that's. And again, I, I don't know if it was just they had to wait until. I mean, even Ty wasn't there when. He eventually confessed but you know having to wait until Lou was there and and yeah it's just it's just so frustrating and it feels like we went all the way back to Mongolia for literally like <laughs> like the horse was fine you know Ty yeah. just went there and, and got kidnapped and it just feels like it was all sort of for nothing really yeah like I mean yeah until it seems it didn't work fine. With the horse although not taken care of very well and again no. like you're talking this trip would probably be three thousand dollars between Easy. for yeah. both tim and amy and well and ty be more than that mm-hmm. it'd be four four thousand dollars 
it's easy, at least $1,200 to fly from Canada to Mongolia. And so you're talking three people plus other expenses. Um, That's a lot of money that these Mongolian people are paying to have her like talk to Attila. She doesn't even work with him. She doesn't even do anything. And yeah, there's no sort of support system on the other side which is crazy it's like they who whoever they is have to get us over there and it's like there's no organization there's no yeah. like there's no non-profit there's nothing there waiting for them which is is crazy right yeah it doesn't it doesn't make any sense and we have these poachers that abduct uh abduct Thai, and they say you destroyed the balance and then they shoot the Bata guy and uh, the um, there's this conversation between the shaman and Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, the shaman's job is to recognize imbalance and that darkness surrounds Tim. Yeah, a shadow. Yeah, a shadow. Which, I don't know. I just, there was a better way that we could have gotten to all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 It seems a long way to go just for something that, you know, we could have got there, like you said, in a a quicker way without (laughs) having to, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it wasn't an easy, an easy trip traveling when you're that sick. Yeah. And then the shaman gives Tim like an amulet kind of. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's supposed to be for balance. Mm-hmm. With a hawk and, on it. What's that? With a hawk. Oh a hawk yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we also have this whole thing with Val and Georgie, and frankly, I agree with Val. We're talking about yeah, the Olympics. We're like talking the, about the Olympics. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, the Olympics. I, yeah, like the idea that Amy and Georgie don't think that this is going to be hard. Like, I mean, we, we every year, every like four years, we watch the Olympics or, you know, every two years, if you watch the Winter Olympics, it's, you know, you see these kids essentially just give up their whole lives. They don't, they don't go to school. And if they do go to school, their day starts at like 4 a.m. where they spend four hours before they actually go to school. Like they give up so much. Yeah because it, it's such a tough competition and you have to train so hard every day that to, to sort of even get to the Olympics is such a huge effort and such a huge commitment. But the idea that they just think that they can, you know, do it on, I, I, I have no idea. I mean, we never went this far with Amy in terms of her jumping. Um, you know, she sort of got to, Georgie's level and, and doing sort of local things and then sort of you know stopped but yeah the idea that they're suddenly realizing that this is you know not an easy task is, is sort of crazy yeah I mean you have to work really hard to make it to the Olympics yeah mm-hmm. it's not just some like well we're gonna take it easy today no yeah you, you can't no. do that yeah and equestrian is such a global um such a global sport I mean I know it's, it's huge in the UK like 
I mean, our Olympic team does really, really well, and it, it is such a so much money gets poured into it. And yeah, I mean, Georgie isn't even a part of like a an equestrian. I, I don't know if they have like teams or you know, she's not part of like any sort of US sort of Canadian training system or you know. You know, they're still at the very bottom and, you know, they're finding it difficult. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not super positive for, yeah. for where it's headed if they're finding this part so difficult. Yeah, because going to the Olympics is a huge, like, financial investment, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of yeah, they have to get sponsors. The... And... Yeah. It's so, actually, I mean, I think the show doesn't want us to agree with Al, but... <laughs> Like, the fact yeah, that her right. coach is just leaving, uh, like right before a big ev- event, the fact that yeah. her coach doesn't have any experience training Olympic mm-hmm. athletes and the fact that, uh, that, uh, that they're just kind of haphazardly like, well, today was a, a get back to the basics day. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. A documentary I watched a few years back was the, it was a Johnny Weir documentary. Um, and he'd worked with the same coach since he was, I mean, he started figure skating late. Like he was like 10 or 11 when he started, which is late for, for figure skaters. And, you know, he worked with the same coach for like 10 years. Um, and they had like a super close bond to the point where they were like best friends. And then he had to, you know, accept the fact that this coach had took him as far as she could. And he had to essentially fire her. Um, and it was one of that was really heartbreaking and one of the hardest things he's ever had to do because he recognised that if in order to get where he wanted to go, he had to have the right coach. He had to have someone that was going to, someone that had had Olympic experience as well. Yeah, because um, yeah, there was like a, a moment at one of the, the big competitions where he was like racked with nerves and his coach was the same which isn't, you know, ideal when, you know, you're mm-hmm. looking to decide and, you know, you want someone who's sort of, you know, you know, been there before, you know, understands and, and, and sort of very supportive, but not a bag of nerves the way you are. But yeah, it, it just doesn't bode well that Amy's so distracted and, you know, doing three other jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. And <clears throat> also that, she would be like that happy with third place like yes you don't want to like i don't know you don't want to like hurt yourself over it or you know what I mean? like there's a limit but you should be a little bit upset like yeah you should be striving for first place every single yeah. time if you want to go to the olympics yeah so it, it didn't really make sense also so dylan helps uh helps her he calls her brown eyes and then there's somebody taking photos of them, which mm-hmm. I don't really understand why yeah. anyone would care about <laughs> about a third place finisher in a local competition. Yeah, who's who's keeping track of like the the Hudson sort of <laughs> higher up sort of families and yeah, it's weird. yeah. And are we supposed families. to are we supposed to think that Dylan arranged this to have those pictures taken? I'm not sure, you know, that, and, and sort of, we don't understand, I don't understand, you know, who he is in terms of society, that this is like something that he is, we saw him go to a fancy party once, 
but you know it wasn't clear to me that he was sort of a a celebrity you know within within sort of Hudson and and, and yeah yeah I mean, it seemed like it seemed like did he arrange the taking of these pictures and if so why and why would anyone care and yeah I don't know I didn't really get it yeah yeah initially Dylan? I yeah initially I thought it was like friends passing it around and it got back to Georgie and then it's like oh no wait a minute I think that's like an actual like gossip site <laughs> yeah it looked like it was like a TMZ yeah. or something yeah TMZ <laughs> um, yeah and then we have uh, Mitch and Peter taking care of Lindy mm-hmm. and it was that was a pretty funny part of the episode yeah it, uh, although the way that the way that Peter gets thrown up on is not realistic like he had green stuff like in weird spots that I'm like how would it get there like what? yeah I think they were just in that for the walls <laughs> like you would have to have the baby at like his hip in a weird way like I don't know <laughs> Um, and that would be a lot of throw up too for a baby that small. <laughs> well, yeah, the baby's not holding that much. And but then when they were trying to find the lambie, that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was really like, funny. What is that? <laughs> and then Peter, you destroyed the lambie. <laughs> and Peter says, Mitch, you're not on the registered baby list and babysitter <laughs> list. And but then they find lambie. I know that whole scene. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. They have pretty good, you know, they play off each other well, despite the fact that the characters, you know, don't like each other. Right. Yeah, they they did a good job. And uh and our one of our favorite commenters uh who comments on the Heartland episodes, mm-hmm. she said in one of her comments that I guess in Canada that you're allowed to uh have the babies for 15 minutes is the rule so and then they have twins so that's yeah they get a half hour yeah Yeah. um so not much but they do a good job because they really do have a lot of lindy Mm -hmm. in uh in these episodes like there's not that many scenes where you think it's a a doll Mm -hmm. yeah they do a lot with her but um you know, I remember watching like the behind the scenes of like the Harry Potter films and especially the first one. Um, and they have those kids for such you don't realize, you know, they're on screen, you know, a hundred percent of the time. Yet, you know, everybody behind the scenes is stressing out because they have to spend like X amount of hours in school a day and you know, they have them for like an hour and they somehow have to put a movie together. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's especially short for baby, which mm-hmm. makes sense, but it's also like impressive that they've kept the same children. Yeah, the same the same children, yeah. That they uh, I do, yeah, I do think they, they age up um Katie at one point, but yeah, they're, they're really consistent with like the twins and Yeah. I mean that they would end up being actors and, and that they would like doing it and and yeah. uh, I know that's it's pretty impressive. The Spencer twins are so cute, mm-hmm. adorable. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Um, so then Ty thanks Tim. This is, uh, and then Tim says, you'll learn soon enough. That's what dads do. So that was cute, even though he was yeah, very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that, like the worst dads. person to travel. Yeah, he was like, you know, just <laughs> arriving. He was already being the worst person to travel with. <laughs> He's complaining about the person driving and <laughs> the big smell. And I'm like, what are you and he's like why does nobody speak english and i'm like yeah. he's like yeah he says english should be required everywhere i'm like no you're in a foreign country what are you talking about <laughs> yeah i don't think he's left hudson no. <laughs> i think in a long time uh, yeah and uh then at the end lindy says data which was super cute yeah yeah so you know this episode not my favorite I would give it. Um, I give it a five. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, five point five for me. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast, Bethany House Publishers, and Becky Wade's newest release, "Turn to Me." Summer is the perfect time for romance, and Becky Wade's contemporary romances always deliver. Her compelling Misty River romance series is set in the picturesque Blue Ridge Mountains and follows the love stories of friends bound by a life-changing event. The perfect combination of intrigue, romance, and wit. This is a series you will not want to put down. Get 40% off and free shipping at bakerbookhouse.com. When you purchase any of the Misty River romance novels with the promo code MistyRiver40. That's bakerbookhouse.com and code MistyRiver40. Okay. So then the next episode is called Somewhere in Between. And this one, Tim is forced to examine his feelings for Casey. Amy works with a former racehorse in need of a new owner. Jack steps out of his comfort zone to support Lisa. And Wyatt returns with a warning for Georgie. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't really understand this whole hunt club thing it was a little oh, confusing this, this, to me this was so silly like i mean this it's like a, a sort of role play fox hunt <laughs> that's what i took it as like <laughs> i mean they do fox hunts in, in the uk and they're absolutely horrific and they should absolutely be banned and you know but this is just essentially like they are role playing it <laughs> because but it there's no foxes there's no anything there's it's not even like a it was so strange like at one point they like uh, one point jack does a jump and that seemed to count for some points or something but i was just confused about how there's a winner of this and what (laughs) it is and (laughs) get it yeah i think this is just a bunch of bored rich people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and dan is the field master and i'm not mm-hmm. sure what he did he, yeah i was yeah. confused yeah that that feels like you know he just got to wear a different jacket <laughs> yeah and so and i mean they they've come up with a lot of different stuff for this show with horses but this yeah. one is the that's, weirdest yeah yeah that's one to eat yeah yeah, so Tim has the amulet, and, and then uh, Amy has a bad dream at the start. So she's pretty upset. 
and uh and then Val is upset with Georgie about finishing third which mm-hmm. I'd agree with I mean you you have to still you don't want people to feel like terrible about themselves but you do want them you, to be the best strive. yeah it's you want the them Olympics. to strive. Mm-hmm. yeah you want <clears> them <throat> to be you know satisfied with the fact that they placed high but always striving for you know a spot further um, yeah you know and uh so val and lisa are like plan this whole event mm-hmm. and uh and you also are required to have a English saddle mm-hmm. uh, for this event. <laughs> I don't know why, but he has to go from Western to English saddle, and that's hard for for Jack. Yeah, it seems sort of based on like like I said, the 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 fox hunts that we see here. Um, you know, that's the way they dress and. You know, the, the only difference is, you know, the ones in the UK are, you know, like I say, horrific and should be banned and, you know, really barbaric. But yeah, this this just seemed like a weird sort of role play of that. Yeah, I was just confused about how they, because they seem to be a winner. And I'm like, how, yeah. what's the winner? <laughs> what how do they get? make points? What is this game? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just like the winner is just like bragging rights, I think. Uh, so, uh, Dylan's horse arrow is lame. Mm-hmm. And so he has a conversation with Val and, uh, Val says they have the perfect horse for him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the weird part about Equestria is that the athlete is kind of the horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, in a way. And and again, you know, this is, you know, pretty ugly, but this is also a part of sport, you know. You know, I follow probably tennis the closest, and over the years there's been some pretty, you know, dramatic, you know, coach, you know, shifts and things where you go, oh, you know, that's probably caused some drama. And, um, you know, I think one of the biggest ones was, um, I think it was Jeannie Bouchard who started working with, Laura Robson, who's a, a British um, players coach, and it was very sort of like she poached, you know, her coach, and it was, you know, all pretty sort of, you know, gossipy, and and that happens in sports, you know, you have, mm-hmm. you know, so many, you know. It is kind coaches. of amazing mm-hmm. that when you're on that kind of com- competitive level, that a coach mm-hmm. really makes that big a difference, because you would yeah. think that at that point it would kind of really just be the athletes but it does make a big difference yeah it makes a big difference sometimes you know there are some ones that I really don't get and you know some athletes need you know someone to physically some need them as more sort of a mental um you know mm-hmm. make them sort of mentally strong and, and sort of get through a match mentally but yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're, I mean, you're talking millions of dollars mm. that that goes into an Olympic athlete. I mean, I don't know for equestrian, yeah. but it seems like it would be yeah, expensive. Yeah. yeah. And George is just so lucky that she, although, you know, Val is an absolute nightmare, 
you know, where is she going to get someone that's going to, you know, essentially, you know, finance this entire endeavor? You know, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at some point she's going to have to get the horse, you know, overseas, and and you know that's expensive. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Which um, I'm trying to think. So this this aired this episode. Uh, aired in 2018 mm-hmm. so that would have been what was the what was the 2020 that ended up being 2021 oh, summer olympics <laughs> all of a sudden my mind is blank what was the, what was the last summer olympics <laughs> is that in beijing or is that no that was winter Mm, where was it oh is it tokyo tokyo was 2020 okay yeah so that's what she would have been uh working towards mm-hmm. is uh is uh tokyo um yeah. boy 2018 feels like a million years ago doesn't it <laughs> yeah i was like wait was that the vancouver and <laughs> vancouver was t- in 2010 <laughs> uh, but then we have uh, we and then then we have uh, the um, oh sorry I lost my place um, okay then we have Jack wearing the the it looked like a polo outfit to me yeah I mean it, it did just look sort of like a very equestrian Olympic sort of outfit mm-hmm. no that seemed like the the thing that they wear you know you know doing the the, the jumping and things like that. Yeah, uh-huh. it, was, it was quite a sight seeing Jack in those pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says it's this hunt club is the thing outside my wheelhouse, but I know how much it means to you. So that was cute. Yeah. Um, and then you have Amy. She's in the hunt, but she's riding a, a client's horse. Oliver, I think is his name, right? Yeah, Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. Uh, hoping that somebody will see the horse and make an offer on them. So I guess that's another thing that's happening during this weird competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amy's got a lot on her plate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you did have a cute moment between Amy and Tim where she thanks him for coming to Mongolia. Yeah. And everything. Um, so Wyatt talks to Georgie. And he says, I hope you don't think these people are your friends. Mm-hmm. He's very suspect of Dylan. And uh, he, he tells Georgie about Val and the horses mm-hmm. and everything. And they do have very good chemistry, I think. Yeah. Wyatt yeah, and Georgie. They have, they, they have the better chemistry, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I do like Dylan, but I, I just don't think the chemistry is quite as strong as Wyatt mm-hmm. and Georgie. Yeah, well, and they seem to be sort of implying that he's shady, but I don't really understand how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like he's just playing, you know, the game of, you know, trying to get to the top. And sometimes you have to, you know, yeah, undercut. A lot. It's not even undercutting, you know, Georgie doesn't want to take the horse. Someone has to. Right. Yeah, and the whole scene between uh between 
Lindy and Tim and him telling the story about Princess Marion was so cute. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. 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 I think we're on a, you know, a, after that sort of terrible traveler, Tim, we get some pretty good Tim stuff. Um, he's back to sort of being, you know, good Tim, Tim that we can actually support and, and get behind. I'm, I'm sure the annoying Tim will rear his ugly head again fairly soon but for now we've got you know really sort of sad reflective time just now mm-hmm. yeah I, I i wish we more of this less <laughs> a belligerent annoying tim yeah uh so uh ty and amy are watching jasper uh mm-hmm. who's the dog of um cass and uh and caleb mm-hmm. and Tim's over there and Jasper eats a whole bunch of chocolates. And so uh, they, uh, they have to take him to the vet because that's not good. It's poisonous for dogs, right? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Val thinks Georgie is coasting. She's getting more and more frustrated. Um, and then Dylan tells or says, if Arrow is out for the season, then so am I. Uh, uh, we also have, we find out that Val and Dan are dating. Mm-hmm. And so Lisa talks to Val about it. And Val says, I would never give Dan a cent. I'm just having fun. So, <laughs> good for her. <laughs> good for her, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have this whole conversation between Casey and Tim and uh tim says i don't love you anymore that was brutal yeah casey does not deserve this yeah this is like i I realize what he's doing but i feel like he goes way too far with casey and like i said he's more sort of manageable in these episodes but that was really brutal yeah and she says you're such a coward which is accurate yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh uh-huh and so then finally, Tim says, you're right. I am a coward. One of my regrets is not being honest with Marion about what I was going through. I was drowning in a sea of alcohol and pain pills. Marion did her best, but I wouldn't let her in. Uh, and she said, and then he says, she left me and I need you to do the same thing. And he finally mm-hmm. tells her about the tumor. Yeah. And Casey says, I'm not going anywhere. Which, I mean, I do think that Casey is the best relationship he's had on the show. Yeah, yeah. Best relationship. Probably too good for him at this point. Yeah. <laughs> deserve her. So then Lisa apologizes to Jack, and that's when he does the jump. And it seems to mean something, and I don't really understand it. <laughs> yeah, you got so many points for that. I guess. <laughs> So uh, Amy finds a new owner for Oliver, so that's good. And mm-hmm. and then Wyatt talks to Georgie, and, and she says, "I forgive forgive you, but only offering friendship and lay off Dylan." So there you go. I mean, they're in high school. Why do they need to be more than friends? That's what I say. <laughs> It's just yeah. having fun. Yeah. It's not like you're going to get married. Just be friends. 
just have fun together. That's mm-hmm. that's if it that's what I would tell my daughter if yeah she wanted. I would just say you're in high school. There's no point in having a permanent relationship right now. You're mm-hmm. not going to be getting married. You're not going to be just just have fun together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. Unless you're like Caleb and Ashley, and you actually do get married. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. like. That's why I do like Wyatt a little bit more because he does seem a little bit more fun than than Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in fairness, we haven't really gotten to know him. He's just like we haven't for Dylan. We we've only we've, seen him yeah. as this kind of shady yeah. for I don't know why reason. Like, did he arrange the photos? Like, what's going on? I guess maybe we'll find that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's her competitor, but then he helps her, so it's a little weird. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't really have a read on him yet. We mm-hmm. haven't really seen him outside of the, the sort of equestrian bubble either. Yeah. So then we see Tim leaving the amulet and the and his hat on Marion's grave, but I guess he gets it because it's in the next episode. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't leave him there permanently. But this is you know a sweet moment, and uh, so this episode was all right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, again, the writers sort of did the best they could with, you know, two of the main characters being gone. <laughs> the hunt was just strange. Coming up, yeah, coming up with some sort of weird hunt that wasn't actually a hunt. <laughs> if any of you listening know about these hunts, uh, these fake hunts, please tell us, the Hunt Club. Yeah. Uh, we would love to hear and learn more. Uh, but... Mm, I give this one. Mm, I'll give it a seven. Yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go six point five. Yeah, I was thinking about six point five. <laughs> you just don't want me to, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next episode is called "Out of the Shadow," and it's Tim rallies the family together for a memorial ride on the tenth anniversary of Marion's death. Jade is offered a scholarship at a school in Texas. Georgie is forced to make a difficult decision when Val questions Amy's coaching abilities. So, yes, in this episode, we have a lot going on. I would say the strength was the whole uh, memorial ride. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That was nice. We start out with Jade on the Bronx and uh, we, um, Tim tells her that there's the scholarship uh, open in Texas. And uh, so I guess we probably won't be seeing that much more Jade on the show is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I've got a feeling that, yeah, I have no idea, but I've got a feeling that she'll become sort of like a Caleb character and just sort of pop in and out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sort of, it felt very anticlimactic, the, the sort of goodbye between her and um, her and Georgie. It was just yeah. sort of a, like, bye. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a, uh, I'm looking at her filmography and it looks like she's still on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It looks like one, two, three, four, five, six. She's on six episodes of the next season and then uh she's on then she's not on any in 2020 and then one two three four 
for in 2021. So yeah, I guess we'll still be seeing some of Jade, but it'll probably, there'll be a little break, but I like Jade. Yeah. I like Jade too. I think she's good. Uh, so she's debating. She doesn't want to leave family, leave, uh, Hudson, but it's this great opportunity and Mm -hmm. that's, that's good. Um, and so Val is watching Georgie practicing and she says, when you're on my team, you're first place or no place. And she just doesn't feel that they're taking this seriously enough. Amy gives Georgie this fun ride. Mm-hmm. And, and so Georgie um, rides for Val and uh, she hits a, one of the things and uh, Val's frustrated. Uh, Val wants to fire Amy and which I don't even understand why Amy is doing this to begin with. I mean, she has so much to do with clients Mm -hmm. and horses and everything like that. Like, why is she being a coach? Like she's not a coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it also seems like such a small sort of operation as well. It's just her and Amy. Um, And you would feel like if you were headed towards Olympics, I mean, the, the horse is the athlete, but you know, the rider is also an athlete. You would think that Mm -hmm. Georgie would be, you know, training, you know, physically and and sort of, you know, you have to be very fit and very, um, yeah, they would have like a gym. Yeah. They would have gyms. They would have, you know, it it would be sort of like a full-time job. Um, and it's sort of been treated like a hobby. Um, so yeah, it, it doesn't really line up with what we know about Olympic athletes. Yeah. And so Georgie quits and I wrote, I agree with Val. It's the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Val is brutal, but yeah, she does have a point of like, she has to see improvements in order to sort of let Amy continue because like you said, Amy's, you know, running her own business. She's a new mom. She's basically a, I, I wouldn't say a single mom, but Ty's just not around. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. training somebody for the Olympics is a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and, and, you know, is Amy being paid for this? Like, because, you know. Right. Val would, Val would be very justified in being mad if she was, you know, financing this whole thing and, and paying Amy for her time and she's not seen any improvements yeah maybe they should have just left it as like local competition if they had when they, yeah. once they threw in the olympics that's <laughs> where they lost me <laughs> i mean i'm just too big a fan of the olympics that i i yeah. know you know that it's yeah it's a big deal yeah yes it's it's you know all encompassing in mm-hmm. terms of the, the, the life and you know, Dylan seems to be more that, you know, he see that seems to be his whole identity is just, you know, horses and, and going to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have the, also the whole thing with Jade and Tim or Tim's talking mm-hmm. about how, uh, that 
if he's that he, I Tim got the chance to be a cowboy and took it, but it was away from home for a year, and mm-hmm. it was hard. But every buckle I won was now an account of that. Mm-hmm. And, and it says at this level, the fun is in accomplishing the goals you set. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, it must be fun being sort of a top athlete, but I imagine you have to sacrifice quite a lot. Um, I mean, I know again that tennis is the one that I follow, and it's like they're never home. They don't really have a home. Yeah, you know, they're just on the road constantly. Mm-hmm. So we also have Jen watching Lindy with Mitch as help, and that mm-hmm. was pretty cute. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like Jen. I like, yeah, I like Jen too. She's Lisa got really Drew. good energy. She's, yeah, she's really good, <laughs> and. Uh, and then we have Lou returning and she's excited about getting Georgie a dress for the uh, formal. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyatt asked Georgie to the formal and, uh, and Georgie says, you know, we're just friends, but he's like, you can still go to the formal and just have fun. Don't be embarrassed mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. I, uh, was that something that you did in high school going to formals? No, no, formals no. weren't really a thing. <laughs> I feel like the British schools are sort of, uh, Scottish schools are sort of adopted the concept of a prom um, in the last sort of decades. But yeah, it wasn't a thing when I was was grown up. There was sort of school discos and, and things like that. But yeah, it, it wasn't, you know, this big thing. It's certainly um, become a bigger thing uh, mm-hmm. since I was in high school. But uh, although in the 90s was totally the era of the movies where every movie ended in the big prom you know kind of thing (laughs) um but I never went to prom because uh I got my appendix out for the weekend of prom Uh, and then I my family moved I I wasn't in uh basically graduated a year early Mm -hmm. um and so I wasn't there for my senior prom uh but I missed my junior prom but I did go to homecoming and uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, I there was this guy named Jim, who mm-hmm. I was really good friends with, and we were both taking the aquatics class, getting our lifeguarding certification, mm-hmm. and then we both had uh, history. I think after, and I had a big crush on him, but I didn't think it was mutual. But we were good friends. Uh, anyway, I just felt like he was never going to ask me and I wanted to go to homecoming. And so, uh, on our way at, out of, uh, aquatics class, I just said, Hey, what are you doing? Uh, like the second Saturday of September or whatever. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, you want to go to homecoming? <laughs> <laughs> so we did, and it was super fun and we had a, had a good time together and we're still I still follow him on Facebook we're still friends so <laughs> yeah what more could you, you want you know that's pretty good like if you're going to go to one of those things and you know it's stressful going with like a date or whatever going with a friend is like the best <laughs> the best yeah. option mm-hmm. just go have fun yeah that's what we did and when we went to an Italian restaurant he got to he borrowed his um mom's uh um BMW was very exciting. He was very excited about it. So that's the kind of thing I feel. That's the way 
relationships should be in high school, just friends, fun, have experiences together. I mean, and we, we usually had more fun. They had an after, after prom, after homecoming, whatever party that they would Mm -hmm. throw. Um, and the whole, you, in order to go to the after event, you had to sign a pledge that you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't be drinking. And, uh, and that was kind of the, the, the thing. And obviously that wasn't a problem for me, but, but anyway, um, the, I think that we usually had more fun at the after party than the actual dance. <laughs> Cause it's kind of boring. You just, I mean, I hate, I, I like the whole getting ready for the dance and I like going to the dance. I, I'm, I do not like dancing. So yeah, I'm the same. I don't like dancing. Um, <laughs> I'm so bad at it. I have no natural rhythm. Yeah. I'm really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah snap. Just like, <laughs> I'm sort of missing that point, that, that sort of aspect of life. Yeah. But anyway, that was fun. And Georgie looked really pretty in her red dress. Mm-hmm yeah yeah I liked it you know it's, it's sort of frustrating that we're sort of being led to believe that Lou would sort of miss these sort of milestone moments so it was nice you know that she missed the the um the, the competition the episode before mm-hmm. last minute so it was sort of nice that she was a part of this even though it didn't you know come to anything um it was nice that she was there for Georgie and in one of the moments that we just haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we said, the, the memorial ride was really good. And Tim mm-hmm. saying, I know what I put you through Marion and they're all at Marion's spot. Yeah. And Tim says, I'm sorry. And they have that big family hug, which was adorable. Yeah. It's just frustrating that Ty wasn't there. That's true. Yeah, where did they where did they claim Ty was at? He was at some Yeah, he was visiting his mom in Vancouver. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so then Wyatt offers to go on a ride with Georgie instead of going to the dance. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you can go on a ride anytime. But go to the dance. It's I don't know. I would have gone to the dance even though I don't like dancing, I still would have gone. Whereas you can go on a ride anytime. Yeah. I feel like it's just not Georgie's thing, which is fair enough, but yeah, I agree. So yeah. um, Lou can't sleep. um, And uh, she's trying to help with Georgie. I don't know if I said, did we say Georgie? So Georgie quits. Mm -hmm. um, And Lou supports her in that and I mean I'd like I said I'd agree because if you're not invested then what are you doing mm-hmm. um and uh then Jade says goodbye to Georgie and Tim gives Jade one of his buckles so we kind of have a send-off for her mm-hmm. and then Dylan picks up flame and he says to her, says, you're the one who quit, which yeah. is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so she's going to do the event on Phoenix. 
and I didn't know that Phoenix was a jumper. Am I forgetting that? No, Phoenix is a jumper. Um, he's just not on the same level as Light Flame. Mm. Um, because that was his big thing. He kept jumping. Um, out of his uh, you know, enclosure. You know, he would just keep keep running away. Um, so he has a jumper, but yeah, again, that's just as like fairy tale land of like. <laughs> Let's just take a horse and, and make it an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. In such a sort, you know, a short space of time. Whereas, yeah. you know, these horses it, are like bred for the Olympics. Yeah, it seemed ridiculous. And then uh, we get a really cute scene between Wyatt and Georgie on the swings. Yeah. Yeah, good. I like that. Yeah. And then she kisses him. And then we uh, we end with Lindy on the mini horse, which was adorable. Yeah, adorable. Um, again, <laughs> it's just weird that Ty's missing these sort of moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the little outfit and the jeans and the jacket was so cute. It was really cute. Um, so I would actually give this a pretty high score. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it really worked for me emotionally. Um, mm-hmm which I think is all you can ask for in terms of Heartland. So yeah, right. I would say like, you know, 7.5 or 8. Yeah, I was going to say an 8. I, I liked this episode. I thought it was good. So uh, yeah, that's it for these three. So <laughs> let us know if you're listening, what you think about these three episodes. And maybe hopefully you liked the first one better than we did. <laughs> yeah. but we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And Michelle, how can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure that you are following the podcast, the Homework Pod and Homework Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. It helps us a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. And we have Heartland Inspired merch in the merch store. So please take a look at that. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.